0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host Wendy Stewart, Fort show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. I cannot tell you how excited I am to have today's guest on the show. I've been wanting this lovely lady to be my guest for the longest time. And you know, life gets in the way, but here we are. Today, I have on the show the one and only Nicole Bellsma. I'm so excited to have her here. Thank you for being here Nicole.
1: Oh, it's great. We've been talking about this for a while, haven't we? I
0: know. I know. I think about a year. <laughs> I met this beautiful lady at you know I've listened to her speak a couple of times and then I was at at an event earlier this year and I said I've got to get her on my show and share her with all of you so I'm truly excited so wonderful so let me tell you a little bit about Nicole so Nicole's passion lies in environmental medicine she's an accomplished naturopath acupuncturist she's IICRC accredited for mold um, remediation she's a building biologist She has a clinical practice, which she started in 1989, and last but not least, she is the author of the bestseller, Healthy Home, Healthy Family. Now, this has just been revised, people, and re-released, and I believe every single home in Australia should have one. She's a mum, she's an amazing lady, and she's one of the most passionate people I have ever met and is a game changer. So welcome again, Nicole, and thank you for being here.
1: Wow, that was amazing. I'm glad
0: to be here. Awesome, awesome. So, Nicole, for those who may not know, you know, of you and Abode and all the amazing things you do, how did you get interested in this field and can I ask a little bit about yourself first, please?
1: Sure. Uh, I got into this field for two reasons, noticing a really strong connection between many of my patients' illnesses and their homes. Yes. Especially people with asthma, allergies and chronic fatigue syndrome Many of them would mention mould by the third or fourth consultation right. and, and uh, that's when I started to look into that. But it wasn't until I moved or my husband and I moved into our home in Warrandyte and experienced insomnia and then 10 miscarriages that I really started to look at how our homes could affect our health.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I mean, you know, I can't even imagine, you know, I, I've you know, suffered miscarriages as well, but I can't imagine 10. That must have just been devastating and heartbreaking for both of you.
1: Yeah, uh, it was tough. I mean, we both dealt with grief very differently. And yes. we went to every person we could, clinician, recurrent miscarriage clinic, Royal Women's, everywhere. And yes. no one could help us, and. And then I realized um, that we were sleeping near on the other side of the wall of a meter panel and that it can affect melatonin, which can affect hormones, which can affect sleep, and it just seemed to be Like wow, this this is a real problem. And then, of course, started to get into indoor air quality and realized traffic related air pollutants would double in our master bedroom because it was closest to the T intersection of the road. My goodness! (laughs) And and G had Express, and then pesticide spraying by the by the council to get rid of blackberry bushes on our property. I mean, it was just a a multitude of factors that played a role. So we just simply relocated to the back bedroom, furthest away from the road, away from the panel, and and I fell pregnant naturally the whole time because I didn't qualify for IVF. And the next time I fell pregnant with uh, the twins and gave birth nine months later.
0: Oh, how amazing. And so it was just that simple move of, you know, relocating yourselves to away from all that toxicity that you were dealing with <laughs> that seems to have, you know, taken care of this for you.
1: And that's the irony with the work I do. I mean, I with my PhD, looking at environmental chemicals electromagnetic fields and yes, allergens yes. and their impact on human health and realize that every there are things in the home that are correlated with every chronic disease that you would see a doctor or natural therapist for. Sure. And why didn't I learn this in my double degree as a naturopath and acupuncturist? And secondly, how easy it is once the, the family's educated as to how the system works and how to reduce their exposure to these things in you know, electromagnetic fields, yes. aller- Chemicals, it's so easy once you are uh, informed. But unfortunately, most consumers don't make informed choices about the materials they choose in their home, their furnishings, or the products they buy. And most of those uh, chemicals and electromagnetic fields have never been tested for their impact on human health. And that's what I've dedicated my life to over the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember listening to you speak, and you know, it was something so simple like you were talking about buying
1: new furniture. And, you know, the smell that comes with new furniture. Oh, absolutely. My oh. sister works for the, as a leather doctor and most of the work she does is to go to homes that have just bought new furnishings from these large retailers um, yes. and they're full of formaldehyde and flame retardants and the occupants have got respiratory issues and are sneezing and sinus and headaches and these chemicals outgassing and she's become highly sensitive because of that work. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it?
0: And I mean, and people just have no idea. No, you know, doctors and, you know, all those other amazing people don't, don't, maybe don't have the knowledge themselves to, you know, figure it out. Like, you know, I very briefly, Duncan and I tried as well for 10 years to have a family. And if we'd known then what we know now, I'm pretty sure it would have been a whole different story because we lived on a train line. So, you know, I'll just leave the rest to your imagination because you can just imagine what was coming into our home.
1: Yeah, exactly. And look, the, the, it all went pear-shaped around the 50s and 60s when they changed farming practices and introduced yes. really toxic pesticides into yes. our food, into our air, into our water, which are still in all of our bodies because it takes many years for these chemicals to break down, even though the organic pesticides like DDT have been banned, they're still in most people's bodies who've been tested oh, and and of course, the replacement organophosphates are showing to be really bad for human health and especially. Yeah. An unborn child, um, its impact can have devastating um, impacts, and they've been correlated with many things like autism and um, hyperactivity disorders, and you know even neurodegenerative disorders. My my dad, for example, has Parkinson's right, disease, right. and um, he worked as a garden sprinkler installer for thirty odd forty years. Right, Most right. of his friends who worked as gardeners died from cancers in their fifties and sixties, and Dad has Parkinson's, which possibly could be correlated with the many pesticides he was exposed to as part of his work and an interesting study came out last year about a cluster of parkinson's uh, in farmers in northwest victoria along the wimmera belt um which they suspect is due to the pesticides they're using on their legumes
0: it's just it's just incredible nicole you know and it's people like yourself that are making us all aware and educating all of us and you know we are we are very, very lucky to have you, you know, in our, in our community, in Melbourne especially, you know, that we can get to you and get some answers and stuff. So, Nicole, for someone who's listening to this for the first time, I know you have a beautiful little card that you give out at your presentations, you know, tips for a healthy home. I just wondered if you could help possibly my listeners, just how do they get started? How can they, you know, start to make the changes or start to become more aware of how they can make the homes healthier, please?
1: Okay, so one of the top five chemicals is pesticides and the yes, way you can that yes. is not use chemicals to kill insects in a house like fly sprays and um things like this are incredibly toxic but you also track a uh, uh, track it. A lot on your feet, because of course the councils use tons and tons of pesticides to keep nature at bay, and it's all over the air. It's in the Arctic, Antarctica. We found it in polar bear livers. I mean, it's everywhere. So you need to take your shoes off before you enter the home. Uh, If that's not viable for whatever reason, then you need a really good doormat that's with a thick pile that you actually rub your feet, shoes on before you come in, because you can reduce the dust load in your home by at least fifty percent by removing the shoes. Before you go in, that's probably one of the most important things. The second one is using a vacuum cleaner fitted with a HEPA filter. That's yes. high efficiency particular air. And it means that it will filter down to 0.3 microns. Most of your allergens start at about 3 microns up to about. 100 microns Uh, and the human hair is about 80 microns in diameter so these are quite small they include your pollens your dust mite they include um you know some of your uh, microbes etc so you will get rid of a lot of those Uh, allergens simply by using a good vacuum cleaner which acts as an air filter so if you can get a vacuum cleaner fitted also with a carbon filter then you'll also address a lot of the chemicals like your flame retardants and pesticides sitting in the household dust so the household dust is the key to most of the exposure to contaminants in the home, which is why babies and children are most vulnerable because their breathing zone is so close, within inches of the floor, where the flame retardants from your furnishings and carpets are, where your pesticides you tracked in from your shoes, where the solvents and cleaning products are sitting. So that's why the HEPA filter vacuum cleaner is important and I've listed the top 10 on my website that yes. I've rated. Um, and also the, the other one is, using slightly damp microfiber cloths to dust the home and follow that through with a clean tea towel. So any way in which you control and reduce the dust load, you will significantly reduce your exposure to these toxicants, flame retardants, pesticides, solvents, phthalates, all of those sort of things
0: yeah awesome and nicole the other thing that i wanted to mention was i was using your beautiful brand of abode products long before i knew who you were or anything about this and i've loved these products for a long long time and i know that we switched over to these are oh, i think years and years ago and it made such a difference in my environment because we weren't bringing all that toxic chemical stuff into our home and i noticed that my allergies started to you know lessen because i was using these products and they're just incredible so i was wondering if you could share a little bit about those with my listeners, please.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's amazing how much feedback we get from people with asthma and allergies that have completely reduced their symptoms or gone since using our products. And I think the key to, well, we created the Abode Cleaning Product Range um, because our kids have eczema and allergies, hay fever, and so does my husband, Mark, and he reacts yes. to almost everything, laundry products, laundry liquids, etc and highly sensitive to chlorine and water. Um, and when I was lecturing and set up the college to train people in building biology, there was nothing on the market or in the health food store I could provide that complied with any of the principles I was teaching. So my husband said, well, why don't we create our, uh, our own cleaning product range, not realising really you need over a mil to get a manufacturing facility together. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So start, yeah, started in the garage and it just grew from there and he started researching and he became obsessed, like he'd be doing <laughs> about six or seven hours of research a day for yes. 10 years. Within seven years we launched the products and we realised that with cleaning products you don't talk about, being organic because most of the ingredients aren't plant based. You need them to be food grade because most of them are mined from the ground, come yes. naturally from the ground. But in the ground, you have toxic metals, arsenic, mercury, lead, etc. You have radioactive nucleotides. You don't want those impurities in your products, and that's the main reason why our products have just got a sort of like a cult following because yes. suddenly people who've used soap nuts and are highly reactive and have to live on farms away from you know, people can suddenly start using a normal product that actually cleans their clothes and they don't react to. But it took a lot of years of research and we sold our house and invested the entire amount to create the manufacturing facility because no one, we couldn't get a toll manufacturer to do it and we had to get ingredients mainly from overseas that had the quality that we wanted.
0: Right. Well, that's amazing because I used to suffer terribly from allergies and the moment I switched to your laundry detergent, and the, you know, for, um, the kitchen and stuff like that, they just kind of seem to like lessen almost overnight instantly. And the same thing happened to my father in law because he had a bit of eczema and I swapped over to your laundry detergent. I'm um, gone, eczema. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Disappeared. Not- Wonder, I mean, you know, having spent eight years at university about which herbs and vitamins to yes. give the condition, and then realized, oh my God, why don't we teach naturopaths to learn that there are chemicals in the clothes that are yes, causing most it? of these eczemas and most of these problems? Certainly in children, food allergies are a big problem in relation to eczema, but in adults, it's often the chemicals in their laundry products Yeah. That Exacerbating or causing, it. and that's why you know it's amazing the amount of testimonials we get from people ringing us who've just gone, My allergies, my eczema is gone, and it's obviously due to the chemicals, um, you know, in their laundry products that were causing a lot of the symptoms.
0: Yeah, and the other thing I've heard you talk about is, you know, like. I grew, I grew up in India. I don't know if I've told you this. I lived there till I was 15. And we had a very chemical-free existence. And I remember my gran, she would air out all our blankets, our linen. As soon as the sun came out, you know, especially in winter, out they would go in the sun. And it was all about, you know, like even her, she used to put her utensils outside and I just used to laugh thinking, why well, she put in the chopping boards and the, you know, the frying pans and all that? <laughs> We'd be like... Nan's totally lost it. You know, she's completely lost it. And then I heard you talk about it and it's like, well, that's the best way to clean and get all this, you know, stuff, you know, out in the sunshine and get some good good air quality into it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And in Africa too, they do that regularly. They air their beds at least every week, put out in the sun. I mean, the sun is the greatest cleaning agent we have. The UV kills off microbes. It kills off the dust mite. Uh, it uh, dries out the mattress where the moisture is attracting the dust mite in the first place. Yet yeah, housekeeping is actually good. Housekeeping is the key to establishing a healthy home
0: absolutely absolutely and nicole i just wanted to touch i know we could talk all day but i just wanted to touch on i remember you speaking about wi-fi and you know electromagnetic fields and i know it's you know we could have a whole podcast just about that and i hope we do one day but how can i know after listening to your talk i came home and started turning off the wi-fi at night and turning off, you know, the Wi-Fi on my phone and putting my phone onto airplane mode. Could you give people some, you know, other advice or is that the best thing they can do to, like, you know, try and reduce that effect of the electromagnetic fields
1: in their homes? Yes. So the first time we started to realise electromagnetic fields could affect human health was a study in 1979 by Wertheimer and Leeper who discovered that children living within, Um, 400 metres of high-voltage transmission line had a doubling in in the incidence of childhood leukaemia. And they uh, got an engineer involved and discovered that anything above 4 milligauss or higher was associated with the childhood leukaemia. It wasn't, though, until, of course, radio frequencies, the problem with radio frequencies used in wireless technology is um that it we know it affects melatonin we know it causes oxidative stress and free radicals at a cellular level and inflammation on a systemic level and the world health organization in may 2011 classified as possibly carcinogenic to humans so cell phones radiation is actually classified as possibly carcinogenic to humans by the world health organization so um, The problem is they're starting to correlate this with a group, um, many disorders. um, But there's not—it's so hard to study because the frequency changes depending on the phone carrier. The strength of the field depends on how far away you are from the source. It depends on your proximity to the router, the cordless phone, your mobile phone based you know compared to where you are so it's really really important the best advice I could give is to not have wireless technology in a home because especially routers and cordless phones they are designed to be to emit radio frequencies 24 hours a day throughout the house and your neighbor's home oh wow get internet connectivity so it's really important you go hardwired cable option if you can if that's not possible then put the router far away from where the bedrooms are because it interferes with melatonin melatonin is your major antioxidant neurotransmitter it is your major one that helps you sleep it is important for your immune function for your circadian rhythm for your hormones and often what we find is people who are exposed to high electromagnetic fields in their bedroom because of their clock radios within a meter of their head the meter panel on the other side of their wall or routers near you know within a room away that they don't sleep well and eventually they get more and more tired and they don't connect it with the electromagnetic radiation in their rooms so it's really important that you with the router either if you're going to have to have one then switch it off when you don't use it especially at night time because that radiation is beaming through the home app which will affect melatonin levels um, and power it down by 95 percent so it's only beaming in those areas those rooms that you want internet connectivity not the entire house boosters are a disaster they're very high emitting for radio frequencies we frequently find they cause a lot of insomnia especially in children um, and if, of course if children are tired and they don't Recover, the immune system suffers, their schooling suffers, and it's just a snowball effect. And because there's no requirement for the telecommunications industry to prove this technology, this radiation was safe, it's going to take researchers like me decades, maybe lifetimes, like asbestos, like PVC, like lead dust to prove whether they're dangerous or not. And certainly the preliminary evidence at this point is showing very strongly that putting a mobile phone near your head does increase the risk of gliomas and acoustic neuroma brain tumours.
0: Oh, absolutely. I know I came home from listening to you speak, you know, at the seminar I was in and I moved our clock radio and we already didn't, you know, never had our mobile phones in our bedroom. But the Wi-Fi started going off the, you know, everything was, we turned our phones off and all that good stuff. And my husband immediately said to me I had a much better quality of sleep. And, you know, he sleeps very well, but he just said to me I'm just getting a deeper, better quality of sleep. And we've just noticed that, like, you know, we forgot to turn the Wi-Fi back on a few days and it was like, oh, I'm actually, you know, feeling pretty good, you know, what's going on? So it does affect you and it's like what scares me is like, you know, there's little people around a lot of our homes and they have no control over this stuff. So it's really up to us to educate everybody out there and help our, you know, our family, our friends, whoever will listen kind of thing to get all this technology kind of turned off for a while, I think, Nicole.
1: Absolutely. And in children, often the first sign of electrical sensitivity is headache, and nausea so children can get what we call abdominal migraine. so their way of getting a headache is actually they feel it in their stomach right. and they often feel nauseous and they get headaches and i'm surprised at the amount of kids at school who are in the sick bay who have these symptoms And there's been no research on this because we know headaches is often the first sign, like that restrictive frontal or occipital back, you know, at the front or at the back of the head. It's a very specific type of uh, headache that people would describe with electrical sensitivity. And I've mapped um, and recorded all the symptoms of electromagnetic sensitivity on on my website.
0: Yeah, and, you know, people, I will put all the links to your website, you know, on the show notes so people can go and find out more and, you know, get as much information as they can. So, Nicole, I know you're just about to release or it's been released, your next version of your amazing book is out.
1: Oh, gosh, it was only two years. I've been working on it for a, on and off for two years while I'm doing my PhD. Yeah, oh, no pressure or anything, you know, just just another thing to add to your list. <laughs> well practically my phd is developing a questionnaire uh, yes. to rate the health of your home so the the content of the book will be part of my dissertation yes oh wonderful yeah so when's the book
0: going to be you know available for us to get our hands on i know some of us have pre-ordered it because we can't wait but how does everyone out there get a copy of the book
1: Great. Right. Well, they can go to my website, buildingbiology.com.au. It's yes. their Healthy Home, Healthy Family, third edition. It's coming next Friday. It arrives Yay. in Australia next Friday. Yay! It's hard cover. It's 1.2 kilos. It's a heavy sucker. And it's full of nine almost 900 references recently from the scientific literature on the latest research on electromagnetic fields, allergens, why we have allergies in Australia, chemicals in the home and, of course, um, how to build and, and renovate a home and also drinking water quality and what type of filters that you should consider. Yes, yes. Um, and really I've mapped all of those issues with all of the chronic illnesses that most people would see a doctor for.
0: And I think I honestly believe everybody in Australia everybody in the world needs to have a copy of this book in their home because, you know, I... I've seen a previous version of it and I can't wait for the new version because I think it's just that ready reference guide right there. I know we all have access to the internet and all that good stuff. But just to have this there to help educate ourselves, get our homes healthy, get our people around us healthy, you know, it's just I think it's an absolute, absolute must-have for everybody.
1: Oh, you should be my (laughs)
0: PR Anytime, anytime. I can be your PR person. I can spruik Nicole all over the world. Don't you worry. (laughs) but I definitely have a link to all of this so people can find out more about you so I'm just going to take it away from all of this I would love to know in your everyday Nicole what are your total non-negotiables what are the things you do to maintain your health and wellness and to keep Nicole happy
1: all right so I've mentioned a few things already um the main thing is to Um, you know, keep electromagnetic fields away from my bedroom. My bedroom is the first place where I would start as a building biologist because if you're not rested, everything else falls in terms of health. Um, So it's really important to start with the bedroom. Make sure your mattress isn't more than 10 years old because the moisture and the and the um, uh, microbial load and how dust mites will be proliferating, and that's a real problem. Your pillows need to be replaced every twelve to eighteen months, yes. and they need to be aired regularly. Every time you wash your bed sheets, air your pillow in the sun. If it's sunny, dry day, then do that. Drinking water filter absolutely critical. As I say in my b- book, you either get a filter or be the filter. And in oh. fact, yep. Yeah, so that's the chapter five on drinking water get a filter or be the filter and the reason i say this because recently like in the last 12 months my husband and i decided to get a whole house water filter which is about a meter these canisters filters are at least a meter long right and quite wide two arm lengths wide now Every four to six weeks, there's virtually no water coming out of our taps. And we live in Melbourne in the eastern suburbs and apparently we drink one of the cleanest water supplies in the world because, yes, of yes. course, Yarra Valley water, yes, yes. forested catchment area, Sugarloaf Reservoir, blah, blah, blah. And every four to six weeks, there's virtually no water coming out of our taps because our filters are so clogged. And we're talking commercial-grade, more than a metre high filters that we have to replace every six weeks, otherwise it's wow are coming out and it's full of rust and sediment it'll be have asbestos fibers because of the mains distribution system and god knows whatever else in there so i look at that and i go you know, as a naturopath, why didn't we do a subject on drinking water? It's crazy, yes, like yes. a subject on diet. And then we drink chlorinated water, which affects our gut microbiome. It's just an act of insanity. And then give someone a $40 probiotic to drink it with chlorinated water. I mean, we really need to evaluate the evidence that is now out there and why we need to support the gut microbiome, While we need to filter the water supply is critical um, to give so your kidneys aren't doing it, so your skin isn't having to, to excrete those toxins and there are a lot and of course you're drinking water pipe depending on the age of your home it could have lead solder copper is a huge problem many of the kids i see on the spectrum have high levels of copper low levels of zinc and one of the sources of that could be copper pipe so you know this is really important to to start looking into and i that's why i say a water field is not a luxury it's an absolute necessity for good health um of course you know mold water moisture in the house that's a huge problem more and more information coming out now on how a water damaged building can affect people's health and especially bring on chronic fatigue syndrome and certain types of genotypes certain types of people who may be more susceptible so you know there's there's a lot of inf- information there and, and simple ways in which we can reduce our exposure to all of those things
0: absolutely like my father-in-law sorry to use him as an example again he had copper in his pipes and it was making him really really ill and we couldn't figure it out and one day i just happened to drink water out of the tap at his house and I went, oh, my God, that's terrible. So I went and bought him, you know, the quickest I could, just a simple water jug filter thing. It just changed it up completely and after that we got him, you know, a really good water filter. And he, he says the water is just so much better now because he lives in a 1920s home and the pipes you can just imagine, you know, the condition of the pipe. So but
1: you're in the absolutely 19- right. And the 1920s they actually used pure lead pipe. Yeah, that's not just you know, lead yep. slaughter they changed on galvanized pipe in the yes. 70s, but they use pure lead pipe. Yes. And that was thought to be caused the Roman the demise of the Roman Empire because they used pure lead pipe oh, well. you know, two thousand years ago. Causes infertility, causes people with mental illness, anxiety, depression. I mean there's so much information yes. on lead yes. and toxicity and of course childhood learning disorders.
0: Absolutely. Nicole, can I also ask you to mention you run an amazing college. You have, you know, an amazing courses. Where can people find out more and could you tell us a little bit about it? I'm sure there's people out there interested who might want to, you know, come and study and get well-versed in this subject.
1: Sure. The Australian College of Environmental Studies was established in 1999 in order to educate people about the health hazards in the built environment. We now offer an advanced diploma of building biology, which is a two-year full-time course, four-year part-time. My students who do it are mature-age students looking for a career change, Or to gather the knowledge for themselves Um, and most do it part-time over four years most of it can be done online but you will be required to come to Melbourne for two one-week workshops uh, in order to learn the practical component of how to test for mould how to test for electromagnetic fields how to do air sampling and we do lots of field trips so we go to people's homes and we do it from the beginning to the end with all the equipment to show students actually how to actually do the work it's uh, a industry that I established Uh, on my own and I got some experts in various fields to help me write the course accreditation document. It's the only nationally accredited course in Australia and probably the world undergraduate course in building biology that I'm aware of that's accredited. Um, It's an amazing field and it's great to see a lot of my building biologists coming out and getting work instantly and referrals from integrated doctors and health practitioners uh, who are referring complex patients to them and, and discovering in most of the cases that there's something in the house that's making them sick.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I mean, it would be be a great Christmas present to give yourself, you know, get an appointment with a building biologist and come and check out your home and see, you know, what changes you could make to make it a happy, healthier environment, I think.
1: Yeah, and look, the book will go through all of those hazards. It goes through all the latest evidence as to why you need to act uh, how things are regular regulation occurs with chemicals and electromagnetic fields and conflict of interest and corporation involvement. <laughs> it's a bit of an eye
0: opener. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a minefield, isn't it, Nicole? <laughs> Seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not anti-capitalism, but no, no. it's happened in the last twenty years and and the fact that autism now is about, you know, one in three children in Australia will have autism between the ages of five and fourteen. And many of the chemicals uh, in their homes have been correlated with that, you know. So it's just a huge problem, and people, unfortunately, because these chemicals and electromagnetic fields aren't adequately regulated, and there are no exposure standards for most oh, yes. of them. That we have to, as a parent, take it on ourselves and and research this information, which is why the book's a really good Bible reference guide for people to go, okay, what's the latest information or research on this topic? Um, Where are the sources in the home and what exactly do I need to do to reduce my exposure? And checklists on how to assess your home, especially before you rent or buy, what to look for when you're doing the visual inspection.
0: Absolutely, and I think, you know, it would be amazing if you were say there was someone out there who was just about to build a home, having someone like yourself or, you know, one of, one of the people who knows how to, you know, plan a new home and work it all out so that, you know, you're reducing your exposure to all these nasties, I think that would just be, you know, if I, if I won Tatslotta, that's what I would do, build a new home and have a building biologist work with me and get through the whole thing.
1: Yeah, so we offer packages like that to help people depending on where they're at, at the design stage. And there's also a chapter in my book that goes through how to prevent condensation and mould in a new home, how to vent out what to do before you move in, all the tips on what to do to reduce exposure to chemicals and all those other things, and, um, of course, how to look at building materials and rate them for health and the impact on the indoor air quality, EMFs, etc.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I once again cannot urge everyone out there fast enough to get onto Nicole's website website which will be in the show notes and get yourself a book educate yourself find out you know how you can make your homes the happiest healthiest places you can nicole is an amazing wealth of information and it has been an absolute treat to talk to you today thank you so much nicole i really appreciate it
1: thanks so much wendy
0: thank you thank you thank you so much nicole for being on my show today you've been an absolute wealth of information and everybody listening has definitely learned a lot Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I would love you to subscribe to my show on iTunes and please give it a rating. Please share this episode with your family and friends on all your social media. That would be amazing. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and on my website, www.wendysway.com.au. I hope you have a happy, safe and blessed day. Remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves always and bye for now.